Okay, welcome to Kolhapur's Post Development and Research Foundation podcast. This is your host, Goresh Pawar. We are very excited to start our first podcast. Today, we are going to interview Dr. Harish Padinjarathil. He is one of the most renowned strength and conditioning specialists in India. He has won awards and medals like Mr. Dubai 2015, International National Body Bodybuilding Pro Sports Model, he participated in senior nationals and all India inter university thrice in the sports of hockey. Also, he has a PhD in physical education. We are going to talk a lot about his life, his work ethics, and how he came to realization that sports and exercise is the field for him. So let's get started. Hello, Dr. Harish. Thank you for joining me. We are very honored to have you as our guest. So first of all, how are you doing in this pandemic and how's the situation in India? Thanks. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Kovesh, for a wonderful introduction. I'm, I'm actually honored and it's a great pleasure to be part of your broadcast. Yeah, coming to this pandemic, it, it has been really tough for all of us. Everyone has to be within four walls, indoor. Okay, I have been keeping busy nowadays. Uh, this this whole month, I have started writing some some research papers. Uh, I have some uh, some rough data, so I have tried to give shape for uh, some research. And then I have started writing a book on uh, sports management. Like uh, like a couple of years ago, I was working at one of the uh, top universities in Pune. So I was working as head of department. Uh, of MBS post management. So I, I came to understand that there is a lot of uh, uh, clear cut resources lacking, especially Indian materials. We have uh, certain books in sports management, but uh, most of them are uh, foreign authors uh, of US and all. And uh, those things are a bit of high standard and not exactly what we, the practical aspect or the what exactly the things we go through while studying MBA sports management. So, so I felt that maybe, maybe um, as an experienced uh, in this field, I should write a book uh, in MBA sports management, so which can be very helpful for all the students. So uh, in this pandemic, I'm making use of this time, uh, making giving shape to some of research papers, and uh, I've started writing this book. So got it a few pages. <laughs> By God's grace, it will get completed in a couple of months. Absolutely. Are, yes, Mr. Gaurish, things are going good. I, I try to share a, a few few workouts, few indoor workouts, few exercises, some some positive thoughts, some diet plans, some um, positive feelings, exercises to my friends, and I have my own website. I share with some of my members so that they feel motivated and then they don't cut and keep themselves completely locked into their four walls and they, they try to do something. Uh, recently I had a, a few uh, live programs on Facebook and then uh, Zoom, we have meetings regularly and then uh, I had even Google Meet, we have sessions with some of the IIT institutes. So I, I'm trying to keep myself engaged, share my knowledge, uh, keeping myself <laughs> engaged, feeling happy, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. This is everything, uh, everyone is doing something right now in this pandemic. I know this is tough for a few of the athletes and sportsmen who are not able to exercise or do everything, but people uh, like you are trying to get them into shape 
even in this lockdown period so that is uh i'm i'm happy to know that you are keeping yourself engaged in this pandemic so moving on to the so today's podcast i have distributed the both the uh questions into two sections which will be life section and also the skills and experience section so we are going to start with your life section uh so the first question for you will be uh what can you tell us about your early childhood life and how did you started your journey okay uh my my whole schooling uh, was in uh, cbse kendra vidyalaya so it is it is one of the renowned education group in india kendra vidyalaya so i had my whole schooling in kendra vidyalaya coimbatore in tamil nadu so from from my starting years itself my language is that both hindi and english was good and then as i got into sixth standard i started getting into sports uh, football was my initial sport i started playing uh, football from my sixth standard we we had a very good stadium there so i used to go it was it was tough that that even my parents did not know actually to how to promote him into sports they my my dad was in a central government employee he was a army officer so he was very keen so that i get into my education and uh, we were two brothers so he wanted us to get into education and uh, get into a government job that that was his only uh, idea in mind but we had different ideas my brother was not that studious so he was into more technical part but i was studious from childhood i was very good in uh, maths and calculation and all i was really good and then i was keen into sports from 6th standard i started practicing football i played sub junior district then uh, tamil nadu state and all i got opportunity to play from 6th standard i've been playing football i've been doing sufficient athletics i got sorry to our audience but uh, we are having a little bit of connection problems here Yeah okay uh, there was a little bit of skip there because of the connection i guess yeah you can continue now mm-hmm. yeah uh, so i was telling that i started playing from 6th standard practicing and then as i got into 8th standard uh, i started playing in the school competitions i got the opportunity in, to play in sub regional sevens that time it was tamil nadu sub region tamil nadu sub region was one and chennai uh madras chennai sub regional was different so i played for tamil nadu sub regionals i played in football volleyball and athletics so so my my whole schooling i have been playing alongside my studies i was more into play so when i when i finished my equal standard uh, i was a bit confused to where to go uh, i i wrote engineering in kerala i got engineering entrance i was in almost 2300 rank something i could have easily got into engineering i cleared uh, all india national exam for module management which was in chennai that exam i cleared that i was in the top ranking i just had to attend an interview i would have done but at the same time i also got admission in one of the physical education colleges in uh, india that is like the national college of physical education that is the only national college in india so at the, the same time when i had 
interview for this course as well. Then um, thinking about very various aspects and my keen interest in playing, I thought, okay, let me let me pursue this. So, Doctor Ramesh, before we go into yeah. your college life, I just have a one question. So. You said you used yes, to play a lot of games uh, in your school life. So, uh, would you like to tell the audience how important it is to play any sports during their school life and how it would impact their future? Even if they don't want to go into the physical education, even if they just play any sports, it would be beneficial for them. Yes, yes. and then uh, I am got into physical education. But keeping me aside, I know few of my classmates, friends, okay, few of my classmates and friends who were equally good uh, with me in playing, okay, they were good in athletics and even they are in very good position. One of them is in, in the US, he is in, in Texas, he's, he has been uh, in the, into engineering field, he is in, in very good position in Texas and another one is, he has got into Navy and he is in a big commander post in Navy. So, I, I, I just want to say that this sports, athletics, physical activities have always helped to become a perfect individual. Nowadays, see, nowadays even uh, live, live apart my school time, but nowadays the life has become so tough that if, if you excel in one part, you are not chosen. You need to be, you need to be master in many aspects. You need to, see for example, I, for example, IIT teach, uh, I am currently working with IIT Bombay, one of the top most institutions in the country. And in the, in the, in the recent things, I have come to know that when these people, the IIT students, when they go for a uh, job or they go for interviews, one of the first questions one of the directors asked was, did you play any sport? I mean, top most highly paid jobs. And the first question the director asking the client is, do you play some sport? Did you play all India interactive? Did you play that? So that that is clear that any any profession you go now, they want healthy people. They are very well aware. All top people they are very well aware that people or students, children who are engaged in different sports activities, they are totally healthy. They are mentally very strong. Overall development is good and total harmonious development is there. That means even if you give any sort of work, they can handle it very well. So now even any field, all the topmost um, professionals are aware that sports is one of the and integral part in a child's growth. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, let's move on to the next question. Uh, so we are uh, reaching ahead in your life now. How was your life in college and university? Yeah, uh, as I said, I got into uh, this lecture by National College of Physical Education. It was the, there was a physical test and there was a, a practical test of a particular game. I, I, I was good in three aspects. I was good in athletics, I was good in football, I was good in volleyball. So confused, uh, I saw which is easy to get into. Uh, the college admit me about it. Uh, we just had a little Hello. bit. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah, okay. I was telling that 
during my college days, I I got into as a volleyball player. And first year, I specialized in volleyball. And I I was a center, volleyball center. And then uh, as I started playing, uh, I did bit of uh, uh, bodybuilding as well. One of the volleyball coaches he used to take care of uh, weight training as well. So he found that I naturally had a good body. So he told me, why don't you try uh, bodybuilding? So I said, okay, fine, let me try. And then I I started uh, doing uh, weightlifting also, weight training, and then took part in um, inter uh, intercollegiate uh, bodybuilding show, got second prize. And then, uh, so along with volleyball, bodybuilding also started to go. But then as my my height was a bit less, so uh, one of the coaches advised me, maybe if you can try some other game, it will be better for you. So then I saw that hockey was good. And then second year, I changed my specialization to hockey. I started playing hockey. And by God's grace, my my football skills, uh, my fitness, everything helped in hockey. And quickly I could I could learn the game. And the same year I got selected in for uh, All India Inter University, Southwestern Kerala University. So I got selected to the university team. So the same year I played for All India University, which was held in Bangalore. And then uh, in, in two, three years, by the time I finished my master's, I was lucky enough to be selected into the Kerala State team. In 2001, I, I played Kerala State team. I, I got the opportunity to play against some of the top Olympians, that is Dhanraj um, Pillai and all, who was playing for Air India at that time. So I got the opportunity to play against them. Though that time our team was not that strong to play against them and all. But still we, we played, though we lost, but we played because we didn't have tough score that time in, in Kerala. It, it just, I think, uh, it's only five to seven years ago that um, uh, turf court started in Kerala. So that time we didn't play, we used to practice some grass and we came and when the tournament was in uh, turf, it was a bit difficult for us. But still we played and we gave a good fight. But we, I was I was lucky enough to play against uh, some of the top Olympians during that time. So uh, like that uh, it went. As I, as I finished my master's degree, I did uh, uh, national LGBT exam. I cleared with a junior research fellowship. Um, I got scholarship from UGC. Then um, I finished my master's. One year I worked in the same college as lecturer. And after that, I four years I did a PhD uh, with a UGC scholarship. That was a study on a, uh, on a proprioceptive training. It was uh, a balanced training kind of uh, experiment for uh, gymnastic students. That was most feasible during that time and I, uh, I wanted to do something for gymnastic students who were training there. We had a side training scheme there, so there were a lot of uh, poor students who were uh, coming for practice. So I wanted to, to use them, try to um, install some or uh, try to improve their training program to do something for them. So and I took a study for them and uh, I, took, I did a study on proprioceptive training for gymnastic students. Like that uh, it went and um, by 2006 I finished my PhD and then as I was very keen into fitness, I moved on to Hyderabad and then for two years I worked um, as a fitness manager uh, with um, one of the top most um, health clubs um, called as Latitudes where all of the, most of the Tollywood actors, all this Bahubali, everyone might be knowing Bahubali, all this Bahubali. Uh, villain, Bahubali, heroine, Anushka, they were all my 
क्लाइंट्स अनुष्का आलू अर्जुन और टॉप टॉप टॉलीवुड हीरोज आलू अर्जुन रवि तेजा ट्रेन विद आई ट्रेन इट वॉज फन एंड लॉट ऑफ लर्निंग अलॉन्ग विद इंटरनेशनल कोर्सेज फ्रॉम यूएस ऑनलाइन कोर्सेज फ्रॉम नेशनल अकेडमी स्पोर्ट्स मेडिसिन अमेरिकन काउंसिल ऑन एक्सरसाइज and then i started my own website and it has been continuing as so it all started from my college life and um, now totally into fitness sports administration going good so dr harish uh, what you have told us uh, we can uh, surely say that you have uh, you had a pretty good success in college and university too so what would be interesting to know is what goals you had in mind during that time uh, when you when you didn't have i mean we couldn't say that you didn't have any success but when you started your first step to be successful what goals did you have in mind at that time i i like for example see everyone um, gets gets supported by their parents and they the parents have something in their mind that it is uh, it is being added on to their students and their kids i mean so i did like the same way my my father was a government employee and he also wanted me to get into a government job but i i didn't have specifically uh, i didn't have anything in mind i wanted to be physically active do something through physics that is i wanted to do, be in this field and do something in this field so that it can help everyone the upcoming students because i understand when i was in 6th standard how difficult it was for me to go uh, to a bit far of place for a stadium for practicing and how it was all challenging for me so and i see the now the current situation also where everything is interlinked all sports studies everything has been interlinked so i am i just wanted to do something in this field in physical education in this sports field so that upcoming children get benefit out of it that i i that was only goal i had in mind and as i finished phd i started learning more uh, more things and like i started understanding that there are so many aspects into physical education so then i slowly got into fitness and then i fitness and conditioning did some international courses and started working in hyderabad and in the same same section club section i got job in uae i started working with the army uae army also so i wanted to say that initially i didn't have any a uh, very big goal as such i wanted to study as much as learn as much as i can in this field and work in this field i wanted to do something in this field physical education so that it can benefit the upcoming students children that was the only only goal in my mind and when i when i started uh, college life so it is in- very interesting to know that uh, your primary goal was only to learn things so uh, that is very good goal for our audience to know too that learning uh, will give you success not uh, running behind any success that you only need to learn so my other my other question is what type of work ethics you used to follow to gain that success um even even uh, during during my college days uh, um one thing i was very particular about was uh, self integrity uh, my coach used to uh, like i was hockey player i started playing international my coach used to guide many things okay this has to be done this has to be done uh, you have to can improve your game like doing this thing. but it i i i started understanding that it 
is everything that comes from self integrity you yourself have to understand your goals your objectives like there is a there is a great saying like a, a horse can be taken to the river but it itself has to drink water we cannot make it drink water so i i believe in that i believe in self integrity that you have to be um clear with yourself you should know it is not you should do you shouldn't do anything for others it is the same i i used to apply while studying also college while playing while coaching while training while working everywhere i used to have the same first and foremost work ethic as self integrity i i felt that you should know what is your things what you can do do it to the maximum don't don't compare yourself with others don't relate it with others don't see ah, or somebody has told you this so you have to do no you you have to understand you have to keep yourself clear okay why we need to do something what to do so that you can improve in your life will give you better results you will be successful so what what are your objectives in life so keep everything clear for yourself not for others everyone will have a different perception so you have your own perception keep yourself mind clear what you are doing what you are planning to do what are your objectives for today tomorrow for this week for a month so keep ahead all those plans and work ahead only thing keep is be do justice to yourself that was the only thing i had in mind so that that all that only helped me in all my studies coaching everywhere even even till date my work ethic everything goes with the same principle do justice to yourself and everything else will follow in its place yep sure sure doctor so uh another interesting thing to know is you have a phd in physical education so it's kind of like combining studies with sports so it would be interesting to know uh how did you manage your studies while playing all of these sports uh, representing your state playing on the national levels and doing everything how did you manage your studies yeah, uh, i said that uh, see i was i was uh, uh, good enough uh, to clear the national eligibility test for electricity with jrf that is uh, during my masters i could get um, cleared with a junior research fellowship uh, the scholarship from university grants commission so that helped me to do my phd so as as i got to do my phd i started discussing with my my lectures my professors and all so there were a lot of uh, different sports sciences like uh, sports biomechanics exercise physiology sports uh, psychology sports medicine few other specializations were there and i was more interested in the sports biomechanics as i said before i my schooling uh, i was very good in uh, math calculations and also uh, biomechanics there are a lot of calculations so that made help me to be interested in sports biomechanics so i took one of the studies related to sports biomechanics and i also added as my guide was a uh, sports psychologist i added a few psychological variables also into it and then i studied that but the scholarship actually helped me to cover up with all the financial things and i was a regular research scholar in like my national college of physical education which helped me to be as a teaching assistant as well as a coach also so i used to assist the hockey coach um, in the institute i used to assist in coaching uh, i used to assist in coaching hockey uh badminton and then also health and fitness so uh, these three aspects i used to assist and then in the morning times i used to do my research work all my 
paperwork, writing, all the documentation, everything I used to do in the morning between say uh, 10 to 1. That, that was a key time when I do all of the documentation, research, study work. And then early morning and evenings I used to have my practice. And then I also take classes from all this, all this I could manage together because I was doing my studies in one of the uh, top most physical education institutions in the country. That helped a lot. Helped a lot. Nowadays, nowadays we can see that there are so many physical education uh, colleges coming up, all small, small colleges coming up, giving distance education, giving some, uh, diploma courses. But we need to understand and keep in mind that we need to choose a college where it will actually help us to learn ourselves, help us to bring the best in ourselves. So that, as I was associated with Lexi National College of Physical Education, that helped me a lot to, to balance all these aspects, balance my, my research work, my studies, and then my teaching, teaching assistantship, that also helped. And along with that, I had managed to keep sufficient time for my practice as well. Evening, I had two hours between, between um, five to seven, I used to keep for only hockey practice. So before that, I did some classes and all, and in the evening time, I kept for uh, my, my own practice, which helped to play nationals for three years. That actually, the, the key thing was it was associated with the Sports Authority of India, and this was the number one um, national physical education college. So this helped me to balance all these aspects. Perfect, perfect. So uh, on the next question will be that: Are there any resources that have really helped you on your journey? I mean, sports is a uh, sports science is one of the new sections for uh, Indian academics. Uh, which resources used to find out about all of these universities, schools, or any courses you did uh, uh, in the US or anywhere? How, how many resources or which resources did you use? Mm, yeah. See, uh, as I said, when I, when I almost finished my master's in physical education, uh, my mind was not that clear where to go, what to do and all. But as soon as I started doing my PhD, I, I got a lot of time. I started reviewing a lot of literature, reading a lot of literature. Then I came to understand that there is wide opportunities available after doing physical education. Physical education is the base. You can, you can, it will, it will always help you to become a physical education teacher in schools, colleges, if you if you clear your uh, lectureship exam, you become a lecturer, you become a professor. But that is the base. You can, from there, you can choose n number of specializations, n number of opportunities, like as Mr. Gaurish is saying, we have opportunities in sports sciences. Uh, there are so many sports sciences, as I mentioned before. You can choose anything, you can do your specialization, you can do further masters in science in those specialization and then you can do different diplomas or you can try to do your PhD in that and fill in that research in various uh, sports sciences and besides that you can always get into any of the uh, administrative positions as well. You can look into uh, getting uh, as a strength conditioner or uh, strength and conditioning expert, sports performance specialist, you can always go as a corrective specialist, you can, from physical education, you can move ahead and go into physiotherapy. So there are, there are so many opportunities. For example, now, if you, if you look into one, one player, one elite player,
Jorge Cristiano Ronaldo. One player is being associated with so many others, starting from a simple manager to a personal manager uh, to a physiotherapist, a medical doctor, coach, assistant coach, strength expert. Like that, there are so many people associated with one athlete. One one top athlete is associated with so many uh, other players. So that means we, after doing physical education, you have so many options to go for higher studies and then choose yourself. Okay, which field you are going to? You are going to become a fitness expert or you are going to become a, a fitness manager. If you are having something like administration management or business kind of things in mind, then you can always go for uh, MBA, as I said, MBA sports management and all. So a physical education background will always help you to understand the sports mindset. Simply if you go and do an MBA with a business mindset, you will not be able to understand the sports mindset. We need to understand what a sports person thinks, how his mind is, because sports is everything related to emotions. If, if, for example, if we see one one crazy fan going to Barcelona to see just a match, he's spending a lot of money, whole life savings he puts in to see a one single match of Barcelona or Real Madrid. So that means that is the passion associated with sports because it is all associated with emotions. So if a person is able to understand the sports emotion, then he will be a better administrator, he will be a better businessman also in the sports sector. So this, there are so many, what I'm, I want to tell is there are so many resources available. See, if you just look into internet, you, you can discuss with any of these coaches, your teachers, lecturer. I have my own website where I, I try to write articles and guide people. So many, so many people, they come with to me. My, my channel is uh, interested in sports. What kind of activities do you suggest? So I suggest them, okay, this is thing we can go. What are your objectives? Accordingly, we can plan. There are so many resources available now. We need to get in touch with uh, the right person, right expert, and the right book or something where you clearly understand what are your plans and accordingly go ahead. As I said, physical education is the base of all these things. If you simply want to go and write a personal trainer exam, you will not be able to succeed. But if you have a physical education bachelor's degree or something, it will really help you to clear the exams very easily. Yes, that's, that's absolutely right, doctor. So, uh, as you said, the Indian academics is opening up to the physical education, sports science things. But uh, as we know, there are lots of parents who, who wants their children to only go to engineering or doctor to become a doctor. So uh, there is like uh, some kind of uh, mental stress on their mind to that they only want their children to be engineer or doctor. So as we talked about recently that there are many, many jobs available in the sports or physical education sector. Uh, so it would be interesting to know how your parents thought when you told them that you want to be or you want to do something in physical education or sports. Speaking, uh, uh, I I said before my my parents like my father was a, a survey officer, a central government employee, and then my mother was a homemaker. So my mother was a very traditional type. She she was totally associated with my father, and whatever my father said, she used to agree. So my father, as I said, he was very keen that uh, I used to uh, 
Absolutely, doctor. That is a very good information for our audience too. That uh, you need to follow what you believe in, and uh, if you believe in what you want to do, then your parents will be uh, will be happy to support you in that. So, right. so another question for you is: uh, What do you wish you had known when you started out? Started out my career. Yeah, I mean, started out as uh, as you wanted to be a physical education. In you wanted to do something in physical education. What yeah, you? I, yeah, go ahead. Yes, uh, see, there there is a common misunderstanding that physical education is only about playing. <laughs> I I even I know even many of my classmates who came up, they were good in sports, but their um, education was not that good. And they were very, they are finding it very difficult to cope up with the actual subject matter. So I, I, I did not. I was a KV student. I was already studious, so it did not affect me much. My language was really good. My, I was from a science background, so it always helped me to be a rank holder in my bachelor's and masters. I, I, I was rank holder in both my bachelor's and masters. So all my studies helped with that, but. I noticed that many of my classmates who came from different backgrounds, they found it really difficult to cope up with the subject matter, with the, with the terms related with sports, sports science and art. So what I, I realized is that people should not keep in mind that physical education is only about physics, it is only about playing. No. There are so many aspects related to it. You need to understand the whole human body system. Human body system has to be studied in physical education. You need to understand uh, the anatomy behind it. You need to understand the physiology behind it. You need to understand uh, uh, the, the calculations, the statistics, the, um, uh, the history behind it, the, the, the general science behind it. So there are so many things to study in physical education. I would say, see, if, if I am a physical educationist and if I'm going to school, I I have the guts. I have the confidence to challenge any any of the teachers, subject teachers. That much that much confidence I have. So I I what I'm suggesting is whoever is willing to take up physical education, it would be an excellent option. But they need to keep in mind that 
they need to have a sound science background or they should need to have a good educational background to get into physical education as well it is not easy like just doing one subject if you are good in maths okay you can go engineering studies and maths related subjects now in physical education you need to be aware about all the various subjects you should be good in a bit of biology you need to be good in bit of physics you need to be good in maths you need to be having sufficient language as well because there are a lot of terms in uh, physical education anatomical terms um, technical terms that has to be put in english only we cannot put it in hindi or some other terms and try to understand if we try to understand then uh, in any regional language the whole meaning changes so we, should, we need to be good in uh, the english language which is mainly used for all physical education terms technical aspects and all so what that is that is the key thing i realized that before getting into physical education we need to keep our mind very clear that it is not just about playing but there is lot of studies involved in it there is lot of educational aspect involved in it there is lot of learning in it so that we need to be clear in the beginning itself that i am going to be ready my mind is totally prepared to study the all the aspects related to human body absolutely doctor that's thank you for explaining uh, what's inside of physical education and it's not only about sports but uh, you only uh, you also need to have a, a science background or uh, there is not only a physics or sports to physical education but there is also education included in it so the last question uh, for the life section would be what led you to sports and exercise field i know you have uh, mentioned this before but what particular thing led you to sports and exercise field see <laughs> uh, i i for my sixth standard i've been playing so uh, i wanted to pursue the same i started playing and um, as i said uh, as i got into college uh, one of my coaches noticed that i have a naturally uh, very good physique my triceps was strong my uh, my thighs lower extremities have quadriceps hamstring and all that um, really good so that uh, actually pushed me into a uh, fitness so i that that i that the coach had his influence on me and then i started doing a bit of bodybuilding so that created interest in body physique so then i started doing some uh extra courses in uh, as a corrective exercise specialist as sports performance specialist as a um, personal trainer i started reading some books understand them totally understand fitness fitness management fitness training these things were not actually taught in physical education physical education you get the base but then you as you get deeper you need to study more you need to understand do some courses like uh, in physical uh, fitness conditioning strength conditioning weight training you need to do some courses so when i started getting into that that started creating my interest more into this field more into bodybuilding and um, i was i was totally sure and i was confident that i am not going to push anyone into into steroids drugs or anything besides taking an additional uh dietary supplements that i was till late i follow that anyone asking me i tell them that i am strictly against of steroids drugs or anything any unwanted intake of um 
supplements or something which will boost your performance. So I'm totally against that. I am strong, firm believer in natural things, natural food, natural body. And I believe that hard work will always get your results. It's not necessary that you should always go for steroids, drugs or something to get results. And it is not worth the effort. Whatever effort you put in taking all those drugs is not at all worth it. So I always suggest from, from childhood, I always suggest everyone that keep your mind clear what you're going, if you're getting into fitness sports, keep your mind clear to work hard. Practice, 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 it will surely get into results. <laughs> Absolutely, doctor. So that was Dr. Harish's life. Uh, we found out very interesting information about his life, how was his work ethics and how hard did he work to get that success. Now we're gonna go into the skills and experience section of his life. So the first question of that section is, what do you think your unique skill is that has helped you become successful? PhD, I have been attending various job interviews and <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not bragging anything till date. Whichever interview I have attended, I have cleared till date. Till my even this IIT Bombay interview, I have not failed any interview. So now what, what I feel that has been really helping me is that uh, there are a few aspects. One of the, th the key things is having a very uh, positive and uh, Influencing physique, okay? Nowadays, if you see, uh, wherever wherever you go, people, if you are chubby and um, if you are with a big stomach and all, the first impression is lost. Okay, maybe technically or something, IT, this, that, once you get into the technical field, you might be uh, successful. But the initial look that you give, the initial first impression that you give, you need to have a very good physique, especially in this field. Physical education, fitness, this field, you need to have a good physique. No, you don't need to do, no need to have a six pack or something, but you need to have a flat tummy. You need to have a, have a good standard physics. And the next thing is, you need to be multi-talented, multi-faceted. My my advantage is that I can handle and play various games. You ask me a question in football, I can answer. You ask me a question in cricket, I'll be able to answer. You ask me something about volleyball, I'll be able to answer. Something in basketball. So okay, you are good in one sport. That is always beneficial. That is beneficial where when you are going into as a coach or something, having knowledge about one specific game, it is always perfect. But when you are stepping into something like sports conditioning, sports fitness, uh, strength and conditioning or physical education, then you need to be totally thorough about various sports. Almost all the major sports and minor sports you need to have knowledge and you need to be skillful in it as well. It is not that, okay, you, you have been playing, you are a, a football player, you know what are the football skills, that's it. And you become a physical education teacher or a fitness expert. No. You need to be aware about, you need to be skillful enough in various other sports as well. So my key advantage was uh, good physique. Uh, I have been very good uh, with my language. Communication had been good. These are very important aspects when you step into uh, impressing others, you need to have these two very good communication skills and um, an impressive physique. And then you need to be multifaceted. You need to be having touch with all the aspects of sports, different sports, not just one particular sport. 
you need to be aware about different sports and what are the skills related with it what are the conditioning aspects or uh, fitness aspects related to different aspects of different sports so this these aspects have helped me to excel in any of the interviews i went or whomever i met that was a that was a very good advice doctor because uh, we know that uh, according to the global uh, index that uh, the people are getting unhealthier their bmi ratios are increasing and even if we even if we see uh, it's healthier to be healthy so it's not like uh, only for your uh, interviews or anything but also if you become healthy it will beneficial for you to live a healthier and long life so that was one of the best advice you have given to have a good physique uh, and it is also motivational to come from one of the renowned persons like you so we are moving on to the another question uh, now this will be uh, a excuse me yeah Absolutely, doctor. So, uh, next question will be a little bit of surprise question for you. So, the question is, uh, what are you not very good at? Not good at. See, I, I don't know if it is a positive or a negative thing. I believe people very quickly. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a, it's a positive thing or a negative thing. Uh, whomever I meet, uh, any stranger or anywhere, uh, I get to get carried away. I I believe in them. I get try to get emotionally attached with people very soon. It 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 can be a positive aspect. Um, it can be a negative aspect of my self, my personality also. And uh, besides that, uh, uh, what I'm not good at. Uh, that's 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 okay, doctor. One thing uh, we are good with one thing for now. Yeah, so uh, it depends on uh, if, if that is a good thing or not, but uh, I, do, I don't think that's a, a bad thing for you because uh, that could be a good thing. So we are jumping on to the next question here. So uh, what exams are there as an entry point requirement uh, if you want to be a strength and conditioning expert or physical education teacher? What uh, uh, exams that you know of? Initially, you need to have sufficient 
uh, English language. Okay, you need to have in, to get into it. Okay, you need to have a sports uh, touch. You need to have sports certificate, and then you need to have English language so that the basic uh, exams you clear. And that that is the initial criteria. Not much required, and you need to be physically fit. There will always be a physical test associated with uh, physical education courses. You need to get into that. Any college, whether you go with a Punjab LPU, you go with MIT, and Pune, you go with any southern um, colleges, institute, national college, or university. Wherever you go for physical education, you need to have sufficient English knowledge. You need to be physically fit because there will be physical fitness test, and you need to have a sports certificate. This will help you to get into as a physical educationist. And then you can always do your bachelor's, masters. There are some diplomas, and then you can do your PhD. And then, um, see, like now, if you want to get to get into uh, a fitness field, you want to get into as a fitness trainer, a fitness manager, and all. Then there are few institutes which provide diploma in health fitness management. Even LNCP, Trivandrum, they have uh, one year diploma course and is postgraduate diploma in health fitness management. After your bachelor's degree, you can do that course. That will help you to become as a fitness manager, as a health club manager. And then there are a uh, lot of um, fitness courses. Uh, there are diploma in uh, for fitness manager. There is diploma in, in health fitness training. There is diplomas. And then there are a lot of um, uh, accredited uh, online courses like American Council on Exercise, uh, American College of Sports Medicine, National Academy of Sports Medicine. Um, then there is ISSA, International Sports Science Association. So, like the, these are just few I am mentioning. Like that, there are many accredited uh, top um, international institutions which certify you in different aspects of fitness, starting from as a personal trainer, as a group trainer, as a fitness manager, as a health club manager, as a strength conditioning expert. So, there are many many courses. Actually. Even nowadays, uh, various uh, federations and associations they run their own courses. Like FIFA, they have their own courses. Hockey India and FIH they have their own courses for as a conditioning expert, as a strength conditioning expert, as a as a coach, and then uh, like um, ICC, BCCI, ICC they have their unique courses. So uh, we need to see what what exactly your mindset is, and then choose one of these courses, and then see for example uh, as I as I said ACSM American College of Sports. It is one of the toughest exams, I would say. You need to be very well versed with science-related aspects, science-related terms, medical terms, and then you can clear the exam. But if you go down a bit, little bit down, like American College, uh, American Council on Exercise, that is more related to exercise. So if you are well versed with exercise, exercise terms, um, intensity, volume, all the terms related with it, then you can clear the ACE exam. So you need to be aware and understand what are the uh, syllabus for all these courses and in which you want to excel and you are really good in it. Then accordingly you can choose the exams or the associations which are giving exams. For example, if you want to get associated as a strength conditioning expert or any administrative expert in specific sport, then you have to follow according to the federations or associations. For example, I have certifications from international accredited associations like ACE, I have a, I have certification. I have certifications from National Academy of Sports Medicine. Along with that, now I am doing a few courses with Hockey India and 
uh, FIH, that is uh, International Federation of Hockey. That is all these sports. So I, I wanted to get more associated with the game of hockey and I'm learning more. So all these, even this, the whole lockdown, the whole last one month, I've been attending courses with uh, Hockey India and FIH. So like that, you can, if you want to specifically get associated with a particular sport, then you have to get uh, known with the association, your country's association, and then get associated with the international board or federation and see what are the courses they provide. Like for example, ICC cricket, they have different levels of exercise courses, level one, level two, level three, like that. Even BCCI, Board of Cricket Control India, they have their different levels of exams. So accordingly, what you want to do in your future career, Accordingly, you can choose uh, the institutes, you can choose the courses and then go ahead with it. Absolutely, doctor. So, as you have said about uh, different and many courses uh, to choose from, so what advice can you give on how to build your CV? As you, as you said that you have never got rejected from any of the interviews, so uh, having a good CV is one of the good aspects uh, of getting selected in an interview. So, how would you advise someone to build the CV? highlight 
for a job like a senior sports officer in IIT, it is not going to help. So here we have to understand that I need to totally highlight about my sports background, my achievements in sports, sports administration, coaching, all those aspects I need to highlight in my field. So what I am trying to make you people understand is, wherever you are applying, try to highlight the key skills, roles and responsibilities as required in the job description. If one individual will be having different skills, it's not necessary that all those skills need to be highlighted for a particular job. It might act as a negative sometimes. So we need to be smart enough to highlight those aspects which are specifically required for that position. So that, that, that we need to keep in mind and we need to try to see that every time when we apply for a job, try to have a proper covering letter addressed specifically for that position and for that institute or organization and then have a unique CV build for that particular job and position which you are applying. At least, at least few minutes we need to spend for that. We need not be lazy to send a same CV everywhere or same covering letter everywhere we apply. I used to make that mistake initially and then I learned myself. But I, I don't want you people to make that mistake in starting of your career itself. Starting itself, you should be smart enough to have proper covering letter for a particular job. Every time, keep changing the covering letter. Make sure, read it one, two, three times before you apply. Make sure all those two specific terms, everything has been highlighted and specifically mentioned as per the job job description. And then your CV also is clearly as per the job requirement. All the skills and everything is highlighted accordingly. That thing we have to keep in mind. Not that one CV, one uh, covering letter, no. You should every time we need to keep changing, keep updating. Tomorrow you are a different person. After two days, you, are, you, are, you have experienced two more days. You have learned something extra in these two days. So try to add something more into your CV, resume. And keep updating, keep a unique CV covering letter every time you apply for a job. That is, that is an absolute good advice uh, for all of the audience who are hearing this because it doesn't matter if you are young or old, uh, you always need a good CV to showcase your achievements and everything. So that was very well advice for that. So uh, jumping on to the next question. So we, as we have talked about, you have a PhD in physical education and have done some research in sports science and physical education sector. Uh, it is a new, uh, very new research area in India. So what can you tell us about that? Uh, as I said, uh, I started doing my PhD um, in the year 2002. And at that time, there were very few uh, doctorates in the country in, in, in terms of physical education. Now, nowadays, we still have many of them, but we don't have that quality people in physical education. There is a lot of opportunities, especially, for example, when I did, there were only PhD in physical education. But nowadays, you can do PhD in all specific sectors, like, as I said, different sports sciences and all you can do your PhD in. So you can, before, by the time you finish your master's, you can clearly... Uh, identify your interests and see which sector are you going to pursue your career in. 
whether it is in sports and conditioning, whether it is in sports psychology, whether it is in exercise physiology or sports biomechanics or kinesiology. So you can make your mindset clear and then try to move a research in that area. Try to review research in that area. Try to find out a problem or a topic which is feasible for you to perform and do and then do that research. So it is, it is very important that uh, nowadays um, to follow different specializations to pursue your 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 research your mindset in different things now for example for in during the last one decade if you see last decade uh, even in, in in our country uh, sports is coming up booming like uh, nothing like like um, for example if see if you see uh, the start of ipl professional league ipl from from that time sports has been booming in our country professional sports has been booming in our country there are and number of opportunities for sports professionals, sports administrators, or all people associated with sports. They have so many opportunities in, in our own country. In India itself, there is so much opportunities. So even from, from the government side, there are a lot of uh, rules changing. There are bringing up new, new laws so that sports and physical education is one of the key parts of school curriculum and college curriculum. So that all these things help us to, to understand that Sports is booming in our country. Sports is developing, especially professional sports. See, everyone needs money. Everyone is uh, taking up a career to take care of their family, to all the expenses, everything. So, just like your passion and interest, money also is an important key aspect in it. So, there is a lot of money involved in sports also. So, it is it is not that um, as, a, as a physical education teacher or um, as a, as a uh, lecturer, there is no much money, no. We can always relate our profession, my profession. I am proud to be a physical educationist. I will never hesitate to say that. I am proud to be a physical educationist. I am proud to be a sports officer. I am proud to be in this field. So that there is there is a lot of money in this field as well. Only thing is we need to understand how to tap that money. We need to understand how to go in the right direction and get the maximum out of it. There is very lot of opportunities available as as terms of research or in terms of administration or business. There is lot of opportunities available this week. That that's 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 a good uh, thing right now in India. Uh, but what would uh, our audience wants to know that what goes inside uh, research into sports science? What 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 people do when they research sports science? Because as it is a kind of a new area for them. It's uh, hard to imagine uh, what are they doing. Are they uh, ex uh, experimenting with athletes or everything? So it is interesting to know what goes inside a sports research center. Mm, yeah, uh, see, uh, now for example, uh, if, you, if, if we see two, three decades ago, maybe 20, 30 years before, if we see, there were so many exercises performed by uh, people, by children, by uh, young people, by players, athletes. But nowadays, many of those exercises are restricted because there are a lot of studies being conducted. And now, for example, simple uh, neck rotation, okay? complete neck rotation. There are a lot of studies being conducted in neck rotation. As a sports scientist, as a sports researcher, they take up some 
athletes maybe top athletes they may be some upcoming athletes of different age groups maybe school level college level different age groups they take and they make them perform the exercises and they see what kind of effect it has on a short period on a longer period is there any side effects of performing complete rotation that does it put some stress on your what it will call a more spinal cord anything like that so all these studies are being done in a sports research lab they take up now for example for example now see uh, for example uh, we have you know usain bolt one of the top athletes number one athletes sprinter usain bolt if we if we look into his spikes okay and normally a, a, a spike has say six seven spikes or five spikes it has been placed different it has a standard position but after research okay when when we place our feet down on the floor while running different parts of our feet has a different force application is if when i am running maybe i will be putting a lot of force uh, just below my uh, big toe below my big toe i will be putting maybe if somebody else is running they might be putting in a different place at the same time when usain bolt is running he might be putting maximum pressure in a different place so what this sports researchers sports scientists do they take something like a force platform or a, a similar a similar gadget and they make uh, usain bolt or any any upcoming athlete do some running do some movements on that so that the research scientist researcher understands where exactly the maximum pressure is being put by the athlete when he places his feet when he places his foot whether where he is putting his maximum pressure and accordingly they make up spikes the spikes the spike the different spike positions are placed accordingly so that when he is running it helps to bring out maximum force out of his simple running so that is that is one of the examples i am giving okay and then different like sports biomechanics what they do different movements simple uh, simple jumping standing broad jump how much your knee extension should be how much your your arm swing should be whether whether the shoulder strength has an effect during my masters i did a study on arm swing the effect of arm swing on standing broad jump so i'm, I'm just giving an example about this. so that is one of the studies like how much your leg length will have an effect on your standing broad jump or though even though standing broad jump is something related to explosiveness of your leg does your arm length have some effect on that these are something for for a layman or for a stranger if you say that uh, your arm swing if you will actually affect your standing broad jump or long jump it will not sometimes uh, get into that so if with the help of some research if you try to explain them that yes this arm length if your arm length is this much or less it will actually help to improve your standing broad jump or long jump performance it will make some sense so there are this these are just two three few examples i am telling which um, which uh, are done under four walls these uh, sports researchers sports psychologists all these top researchers they do research within the four walls in labs and also on the ground even on the ground they have lot of cameras lot of gadgets used so that all small small minute movements minute movements starting from muscular contractions to angular joint angular movements 
false application, everything has been studied. And those minute changes have been applied so that all upcoming athletes, sports person benefit out of these researches. It can be, there is, see, there is no research is small. It can be about small, simple foot movement or toe movement, or it can be a big muscular movement like a quadriceps movement. The study can be of for anything. It can be from small, uh, how, how much effect of your big toe or small toe, your uh, the phalanges in your toe, the effect of those on uh, foot movement, foot or force application. It can be of those small, small parts of your body to big, big muscles like gluteus, quadriceps, hamstring, how much effect these muscles have on your movement. So it can be small or big. It's, there's no research is small. There are so many studies conducted in, in small labs, small, small area, and there are so many studies conducted in big grounds, fields. So all these aspects are related with the sports science and sports scientists and the sports research. So to conclude for our audience that uh, sports and physical education research uh, contributes to the smallest thing that we see in our daily life, like an arm swing, or it can also contribute to extraordinary thing like uh, your uh, running 0.1 second, reducing your 0.1 second in an Olympic race. So it has a lots of aspects to it and it is very interesting field to go in. So I would uh, advise our audience to research more about it. And it is not some field that is not unnecessary, but it uh, it is one of the necessary fields that we see in our today's conditions. So uh, for the next question, uh, what advice would you give to someone who is wanting to enter the sports and exercise field? Yeah, as I said, sports and exercise field is uh, very vast nowadays. You have a lot of options. It's, if you simply stay, say, uh, sports and exercise, uh, we are again stuck with where to go from there. So there, uh, if, uh, if you look at a sports team, uh, a sports athlete or a player, there are so many aspects associated with it. First of all, as I said before itself, you need to make your mind very clear where you are going to see yourself after a few years. Whether you are interested in, uh, in something like rehabilitation, that means like some people, they are very much interested in giving rehabilitation exercise, giving massage, small uh, spa treatments, relaxation treatments. Some people are very much interested in doing that. But some people are very much interested in giving training, coaching, those aspects. Some people are very good interested in doing administrative aspects. They like the management part. They like the business part. They like the sales part of something. They like, for example, Virat Kohli, for example. The, uh, what 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 brands he he um, he has? What other different brands he promotes? How it can be done? Whether he's is available for Instagram post? Whether he's available for media PR? What so all those aspects? One one athlete manager has to look into all those aspects of an athlete. So there are various aspects into sports and exercise. You can you can be simply simply saying you can be a sports psychologist. Okay, if for an, for an athlete, what should be his mindset while going for a match, while going for a race, what should be his mindset, how much optimum aggression he should have, how much 
optimum confidence, anxiety, all those things we should have. He can be a sports psychologist. What what all food he should intake? What should be his carbohydrate loading? What should be his protein requirement? All those things he can be a dietitian. He can go as a nutritionist. He can be an exercises more deeper if you go. He can be an exercise physiologist or as I said, sports biomechanical mechanic expert. So conditioning only conditioning strength conditioning. He's the person's job will be only to develop the strength and conditioning of an athlete. Nothing else. No looking into the management aspect, no administration, nothing. He will come to the ground, give exercises, make sure you get results, keep testing on periodically. That that is the only job he has. So when we talk about sports and exercise, there are so many specializations, though so many different opportunities in front of you. So before getting into that, as I said, the base is physical education. You can study, you can make your base sound first and then clearly identify what are your goals. Where do you want to see yourself after 5 or 10 years? What is your interest? Whether your interest is in fitness, training, administration, business, sales, massage, spa, relaxation, rehabilitation, so all those things you have to see where your interest is. Accordingly, take expert advice, go through the resources available, choose the right courses, and then go ahead. Absolutely, that's that's a that's a good advice. So, for the last question of our today's podcast. So we have, uh, to summarize, we have talked about uh, different types of colleges, different courses. Uh, there are various opportunities in sports and exercise sector. The different jobs you can do. No job is a small job in the sports sector. You can also do research. There are different types of research in there. So uh, what type of changes you would like to see in Indian sports and exercise sector? Somewhere or the other, we still lack uh, grassroots work. I, I feel that because, see, if we, as a small country can produce Olympians, we with 1.5 billion plus people, don't we have uh, two or 100 top athletes? We obviously we should have. That is, that is my belief. So there is something still lacking in the grassroots level. It is, there is still some corruption, there is still some political things in that is even pushed into sports also. I, I, I firmly believe that we should totally take out politics out of sports. Yes, we need to have an administrator, we need to have a minister, that is all perfectly fine. But when we actually get into the field, performance, team, team performance, training, we should totally stick into sports people, sports professionals, highly, highly qualified people, take their advice, listen to what training programs has to be said. And then these administrators or politicians, their duty should be limited only in providing the infrastructure. That That is what my belief is. If it be as an Indian citizen, if I as an Indian citizen, as a, as a sports professional in India, I would like to highlight something. I would suggest these people, all the top ministers and administrators, they should stick themselves in providing the best infrastructure. That's it. The rest, everything they should give to highly qualified, experienced professionals who have finished their courses, studies in India, abroad. 
they have sufficient experience keep it very strict keep politics away from it and stick to what ideas they are giving and then start working from the grassroots level for it see if it is now there are some lot of changes happening in the last uh, four to eight years it has been happening but still i know the next 2022 to uh, olympics will say we we need to we need to wait and see how things will be uh, happening that time but we need to make sure that we have four years eight years or even 12 years completely kept for choosing from the grassroots level taking care of their studies the grassroots level means they will be poor poor people who, who are finding it even difficult to have their three meals in a day so we need to go down into the grassroots level into the villages go down search for talents take them starting from this eating habits their studies everything training everything has to be isolated and then 100% given attention and taken care i i i one sentence if you ask me i still believe we are lacking grassroots talent identification absolutely i guess uh, most of the all, all of the audience would uh, agree with what you just said and i would suggest uh, all our listeners that we should work to grow the talent from the grassroots levels and i hope that uh, in future india as we have 1.3 billion population uh, india would be one of the greatest countries to to play sports in so that's all thank you dr harish for such a good and inspirational talk we at kolapur sports development and research foundation wish you best luck for your future endeavors uh the next question is for our audience did you find inspiration or critical information from this podcast if yes then don't forget to share this podcast with your friends check out your, our youtube channel and subscribe to the podcast this podcast because there are more successful people to come our next weekend's guest will be dr ajay chawan a renowned biomechanist if you want to ask him a question then comment them on our youtube channel or facebook page This is KSDRF podcast thank you for listening see you next time